This is about progress. You are listening to episode 221, My Best Moments of 2019. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to guide you toward living the life you want. Each week, you'll hear interviews and teachings on how to balance self-development with self-acceptance. Listen in and join our community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. Hey, 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 thank you so much for being here. I am so, so, so grateful that you choose to listen to the show. And this month is going to be different than normal. We are doing a best ofs month. Now, earlier I gave you an introduction this week of what this means. And I also walked you through how to reflect on your year 2019 in order to better move forward into 2020. Now, today's episode is going to be my own interpretation of that. In my introductory episode, I asked you to think of the best moments that you had. And the reason we're starting there is because that helps you have some direction of what you want more of in your life. So go back and listen to that introductory episode to learn more about why this kind of reflection matters. Now, I'm going to become a little bit navel-gazy for today especially, and I hope you will indulge me okay with that and bear with me. But I also hope that as I share my own best moments, that you will reflect on yours and that you will also give me the benefit of the doubt too, that this year has had its fair share of growing pains. I'm not gonna share the low moments today. I want to keep this positive, but there have been plenty, plenty of them, my friends. And so as I share these good moments, I just don't want it to dishearten you and make you think, well, my, why is my life not this way or that way? Your life is incredible and it's also normal. There's going to be highs, there's going to be lows, and mine is no different. So while today I'm sharing the highs and I'm hoping that you will do that too with yours, I just definitely want to make sure that disclaimer was clear here because I always want this podcast to serve you and be positive and help you feel better about yourself and push you to grow in the right ways. Um, And that is fully my intent for this. Before I share my best moments of 2019, both my my personal best moments, my work best moments, and my family's best moments, I want to share a few announcements from our community board. I'm going to start this one by asking a weird question. When do you not feel like yourself? Is that when you are sweeping up the crumbs for the 10th time that day? Is it when you're getting ready for bed at night and you look in the mirror and you wonder who it is staring back at you? Is it when you see all the amazing accomplishments of your friend or your family members and you and you wonder, why not me? And what am I good at anymore? I'm asking you this because this is what I want to help you fix. I am devoted to helping women who used to be achievers and who used to have gifts and talents and dreams and who have somehow lost them with their life make the changes they need to find themselves again. My Rediscover You workshop is now online, and this is something that has been heavily requested by you. And I'm doing something dumb. (laughs) I am offering it the very, very beginning of January, and I'm selling it throughout all of December, which is admittedly the worst time to sell a self-development workshop. But I believe in the power of this workshop enough to still do this anyway, because I want you to start 2020 and the next decade 
off on the best foot possible. I want you to be able to sweep up those crumbs with confidence. I want you to see yourself when you look in the mirror. And I want you to feel this clarity of purpose and confidence in yourself when you see other people accomplishing things and you know that you are moving forward with your life too. So if you're ready to make some changes and you're ready to rediscover who you are, sign up for my online Rediscover You workshop. You can find the details on the two dates that are being offered by going to aboutprogress.com slash workshop. Again, that's aboutprogress.com slash workshop. One of the biggest triumphs, I think, of this year has been creating the private Facebook group we have. Incredible women have shown up there and they've blown me away by their participation, their vulnerability, their uh, desire to support and lift each other up. Now, as we move into 2020, I know that it's time to have the next level of this private group. And we're going to start a membership site. It's going to include some incredible things, including bi-monthly coaching, free coaching calls. It's going to include challenges, a personal development book club, which I'm so excited about, and more, including, I think, weekly lives, which will be really fun. Just relax lives where we get to chat with each other and have a good session. Uh, So if you would like to participate in that, I'm going to have a beta group. And that means a beta group is kind of a test group. So while my eventual membership group site is going to cost um, maybe five to $10 a month, right now we're going to make it $1 a month. And this, my friends, is actually gonna be the only way you have access to the progress plan from here on. So if you have enjoyed the progress plan, if you've been a part of the private Facebook group and you want more and you want more accountability and you want more coaching and challenges and changes in your life, Sign up for the beta group for only $1 a month for the foreseeable future. Because you know what? It might be two months that we do this. It might be six months. And then I feel like we'll get the handle on it and we'll know exactly what we need from this group. And then I'll raise the prices. You can find out how to do that by going to the notes, um, the link in my notes. And you can find those show notes by going to my website as well and going to aboutprogress.com slash podcast. And you can find the latest episode and find the notes for that. I can't wait to serve the women who decide to be part of this beta launch of our membership group. And I'm still deciding the name, thinking it might be called the Messy Middle Club. Okay, should we do this? I want you to think of your own. And as you know, your own best moments of 2019, hop onto your phone, record a voice memo and email it to me at hello at aboutprogress.com. The last episode of this month is our Dear Progressor episode where we hear notes from our fellow progressors. I wanna hear from you. Share your, some of your best moments that you have for us. And each week we're gonna have a couple other best ofs and I wanna hear those too. Okay, so I'm gonna work through this by talking about my personal best moments, my work best moments, and my family best moments. Um, And I try to make these specific moments, like actual moments, not just experiences, not just times, not just things um, that challenged me and pushed me or that were rewarding or successful or anything like that. All of these are still pretty small moments of of bigger things that might matter to me. And that's what I'm thinking of when I think of moments. So I'm going to do my best to deliver that in the small moments. Let's start with the personal moments of this year that are my best of. I went and looked through some of my pictures so that it would jog my memory of what were the best moments. Um, I'm going to start with the Lamb of God. If you listened to my Faith Crises episode last year in 2018, you'll know that this music really transformed how I was showing up to some personal faith crises. It really did change my life. And I happened to have an opportunity to be a part of the orchestra and play uh, the flute 
in a production of Lamb of God up at the Temple Hill where we are in Oakland. It took a lot of courage for me to do this, and it actually took a lot of time, and it was very inconvenient. We are in the middle of living at my in-laws, taking care of a bathroom remodel. Um, I had been traveling two different places. I was preparing a workshop. I was preparing another thing I can't even remember right now. Um, there was just a lot going on, and still my husband was so supportive and, and, and did everything he could to make it so I could attend these many practices and then many performances. And when I think of one of my best moments, I think of the first night. We were performing in this amazing cathedral in a town a few hours away, and I haven't played or performed in an orchestra for over 15 years. And as we sat and I was feeling so nervous, I just remember holding my flute and looking around and thinking, this is something I've thought about doing for years. For years, I've wanted to play my flute again. For years, I've wanted to perform in this capacity. And I never thought I'd be good enough. And I'm not really. I'm still terrible in many ways. But I was just full of gratitude that I got to be there. And and you know what? I actually did a really bad job during the performance. I was so nervous, but it was still one of the best moments for me because I put myself out there and it felt it felt like I was returning home to myself. That's one of my best moments. Another personal moment for for me was this fall actually. This fall, again, one of our amazing listeners here heard that I was trying to push myself in some things I used to really hold dear to my heart, like performing, and one of those ways was with dancing. I used to be a passionate dancer. I loved, well, that sounded wrong. I used to be passionate about dancing. And one of our listeners, shout out to Kelly, reached out to me and said, hey, we have a modern dance group that performs up at the Temple Hill during Christmas. Would you like to take part in this? And I thought of so many excuses, especially with time. We have been practicing since September every Saturday for three hours, and there's a lot more coming now. And I almost talked myself out of any of that because I thought, I can't do this to my family. It's too much time. I'm not good enough. I'm going to go and be the worst one there. Um, I'm so tired. (laughs) But I showed up to that first rehearsal in my ballet shoes and my workout clothes and felt really out of my element and nervous. And they almost had us do a sort of tryout kind of where we we danced from the corner into leaps and we were kicking our legs up and doing batmans and all those things I hadn't done in 15 years again. Um, And then we started learning a a new dance and I was part of this dance and it it was admittedly very out of my comfort zone. I was more used to ballet or jazz lyrical, which was more expressive in nature, but ballet was more regimented, right? But this is modern dance. This is more about feeling. This is more about showing the emotions with your body. And it was a very dramatic dance about um, the lepers being healed by Christ and the torment they're going through and the feelings of being healed. And I really tried my best to push myself through the through this, the discomfort and to dance the feelings. And as we learned it, and I was so all over the place because I haven't learned choreography and learned how to remember choreography in so long, and it was very challenging for me. But at the end, I had this feeling that I haven't had in so long, this feeling again of coming home to myself. And as I was, you know, dancing in a circle and lifting my arms wide over and over with these words, I felt a lightness in myself. I felt like I was worshiping with my mind and my body and my spirit in ways that I haven't. And I and it just felt magical. 
There really is no way to describe that. Now, I'm sure if I were to have recorded that moment and I watched it, I would be nitpicking all the things I was doing wrong and all of that. Um, So I'm glad I don't have a recording, but I'm glad I have this moment to remember, to push myself to go back to the things that used to make me me, even if I'm an adult now with no business doing these things, do them anyway. Uh, With that is flute lessons. I just started that a few months ago. Um, And just connecting with my old flute teacher from 15 years ago and just seeing her face on my phone as I hold it up on my mantle and I play again with her, it was again another coming home. Those three moments are the ones I wanted to share with you for my personal life about the coming home moments. And again, what I hope inspires you to think about what you are missing and what you want more of in your life. And if this is something you want more help with, that's what the Rediscover You workshop is for. Just a little plug there. Some other personal moments for me just involve things like time outside. I went on a really amazing day-long hike with my friends. It's um, a, a magnificent hike along the Redwood Forest. And the and you end up you start up at the mountains and you go through all these different terrains and you end up at the beach and then you go back up the mountain and it's a really um I guess it's kind of a a hike that people come from all over the world to and I was trying to think of a way to say that and that's just the way you say it and it felt so good to spend the whole day doing that with my friends and being outside and having time to myself to re- to get rejuvenated it was in the middle of the year. So I feel like those are my personal moments and definitely great signs for me about what I want more of. Now I'm going to talk about the work moments. Um, And I'm going to try to go through these a little quickly and we'll have a quick break in between just because I could talk about each one of these for a long time. But I want you to know I have so many amazing work moments. And when I'm saying work, I'm saying everything about progress, the podcast, our Instagram, our community, um, the live events we've done, the uh, podcast, you, all of those things that have come from this community. This has been a real soul-stretching year for me. I think in many ways I've taken my dream of making this this podcast and this community um, and make it like a real profitable but helpful business to others. I've taken that so seriously. And to be honest with you, I think I've almost taken it too seriously. I'm realizing I, I want to be more relaxed <laughs> about this all and more myself online. If you've attended to any any of my events and you know that, I'm actually more um, lighthearted, I guess, in future in in person. I'm I'm a little bit more sarcastic. I have a lot more sass than you might realize, and a, more of a sense of humor. And I want to be more of that. Okay, that was a little aside, but one of my big work moments from this year was leaving Altitude Summit. This is a huge social media conference for women who are female entrepreneurs online, and I went to that that conference feeling like I would be the smallest fish in the biggest ocean of sharks. And I was so intimidated. And I felt all the mom guilt of leaving my family. Like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Why are you spending this money? And you don't belong here. You're not good enough for this. And no one will know who you are, which doesn't matter. But I was there to learn. And I felt like I was, I I felt overwhelmed before I even started. But my small moment, my my best moment is actually leaving Alt. I left Alt with a sense of confidence that I didn't arrive with. And the reason why is because when I looked around at each and every room and I saw women that I've followed online for years and I even got to meet some of them and talk to them and learn from so many, I learned the same lesson over and over and over again. We are all humans doing our very best. We all have insecurities. We all have self-doubt. We all worry if we're doing enough. 
and, and seeing that in incredible women that are doing good online. And I'm not just talking about like showing us the latest hairstyle kind of woman, although that is amazing too. But I mean the people who are really shifting things and the conversations we're having and helping women stand up in their lives, meeting them, I even realized that even, even they are human in the best way. And that it meant I was okay. And I was doing my best too. And it's really giving me more confidence than I've ever had with my work. Some other uh, big moments for me were the opening 10 minutes, I would say, of each of the workshops I did this year. I just did two live. And leading up to those, I can't really express how much heart and soul you put into it and time and energy and how much angst. And I'm, I, I've literally lost hair over these workshops. And so standing in front of a, a room full of women, even if it wasn't as many as I hoped it would be, felt clear and powerful and right where I should be. And it felt like all the work of months of work and labor and self-doubt and stress and struggle that went into it was all worth it. As I stood in front of a room and looked at the faces of women reflected back at me and seeing myself in them and hopefully them seeing themselves in me too. And I, and I feel like those were happening. I feel like getting to 1 million downloads was a great small moment the night before I knew we were really close. And then to wake up in the morning and see we were there was a great moment. Um, Another good moment for me was looking at all the faces um, for my first coaching call under the Rehauled podcast program. I rehauled that in the fall and it was another one of those things. I didn't think people would show up and um, they did. And looking at those those women. And again, it was less than I thought it would be. So there's still a struggle there. But seeing all those faces of the women who showed up and who knew this was for them and for who were raising their hands and saying, me, I want change. Me, I want growth. Me, I am going to work on myself. And here I am. That felt like, again, a moment where it all, was all worth it for me. Okay, so those are some of my big work moments. I'm going to share more about landing some of my dream guests in a moment and who those were. But first, let's take a quick break to share a word from our sponsor for this month. If you are looking for a planner for 2020, I've got one for you right here. I have tried so many over the last three years, I'd say, of doing my my very best to become a planner person. But Monk Manual is the planner that helped me make this a firm habit in my life. Now, a big part of the Monk Manual is is it is driven towards habit formation. Each month and week and day, you have spots to to make sure you are on point for your habit formation. And what I love about it, it's not all the habits all at once. Monk Manual guides you to refine down what really matters in the moment and what you need to work on in the moment. Not all the things, but the most important thing. And it's the same with the habits. So if you are going into 2020 and knowing that there's some big things you want to work on, maybe you want to get to bed earlier or wake up earlier. Maybe you want to do a better job about folding and putting away your laundry. There are so many things we each need to work on. This is the planner that's going to help you manage your time, but also your habit formation too. About Progress is a code to use to get 20% off all from now through January 15th, which was a huge discount that they are so generously giving to us. And you can find that uh, or use it rather by going to monkmanual.com and just get the planners you want. I actually recommend getting the bundles. You'll save more and you can take that 20% off discount off of the biggest bundle, which which I believe gives you 
almost a 40% discount, which is nuts. So go ahead and bundle and get those habits really formed in ways that are going to serve you better in this year and this new decade of 2020 plus. Again, Monk Manuals and use the code about progress, all caps. This one's going to be a little quick. Um, part of my best moments when I was reflecting back, I was just realizing how good it felt to get some people that I've had on my list for three years for this podcast. And I didn't even realize it until I was looking back on my Instagram page in preparation for this episode and trying to think of what were the best moments. And I saw these faces of people that I'd had on my list from day one of who I wanted to have on the show. So some of those, and I'm working kind of backwards here, Vanessa Quigley of Chatbooks, Gabrielle Blair from Design Mom, Ashmay Hoyland, who's an incredible artist and writer, Patrice Washington, who is a powerhouse. Wow, it was such an honor to have her. Natalie Norton. Ooh, I mean, I just want to keep talking about each one of these women. <laughs> Miranda Anderson. I have more to say on her throughout the month. You're going to hear her uh, being brought up by me again. Amy Webb from This Little Miggy. So many incredible women who are, were on the show it was such an honor to have each one of them. And it was one of those full circle moments where I had to take a minute and recognize, Monica, you won't have these women on your list forever. And now I have more. So I'm going to be sharing later this month who I have as my dream list or my, my guest on my dream list for this coming year. And finally, I have one more moment for you. We rebranded this year, which is funny because we rebranded last year. And I realized it was still too serious. And you know, I've heard you, you heard me say that earlier in this episode too. It was too mature, too, I was just taking myself too seriously. So from the beginning, I wanted this podcast and this community to help women feel happy. That really was it. Like that was a basic feeling. And so I worked with my amazing assistant and I told her, I want British cheerfulness. And I sent her all these pictures of what I want things to look like, more graphic, more young, more colorful. And we went back and forth, back and forth on the colors, the font and everything. Um, fonts, plural and colors, plural too. And when we, when we landed at it and she sent me this, this board of the colors and the fonts we decided, I was like, yes. And then she did her first series of quotes because Taylor, my amazing assistant, makes those quotes that you will see on Instagram and on the blog post too of uh, quotes from the episodes. Anyway, those were like the moments where I was like, we did it. This is what it feels like. This is, this is me and this is us. So just a really good moment there. Okay. Now we're going to move into our family moments. I think Oh, I, I had to think hard about this because there's been a lot of tough, tough moments in our family this year. And I don't like to talk a lot, a lot about my kids or the personal things within our relationships for obvious reasons, but I thought I could share about some good positive moments we had. One is river rafting in Idaho. We always go to McCall, Idaho with my family every single summer and we eat lots of ice cream. We go on amazing hikes. We spend a lot of time with family. But one of the moments there uh, was river rafting. I hadn't been. They go every single summer, white water rafting, but I haven't been since my oldest was born. So it had been nine years since I had been because we had her um, in July, right when our family vacation normally is. So I missed that first one, um, the you know, when she was like a few days old. So nine years, I hadn't been because my husband, that's his very favorite thing. And not only did my parents watch the younger too, so we could go. We got to bring our oldest two with us, me, Brad, and my oldest two kids. And that why that was such an amazing moment for me was because one, my daughter was terrified and she did it. She was on the raft and she was smiling, even though she didn't like us to point out that she was and laughing. And my son was right 
up front riding the bull and just talking off um, the raft guide's ears because she was just this beautiful, amazing woman who was so kind to him. And that was one of those moments where you're on the calm waters and the beautiful, beautiful green pine trees are surrounding you. And we literally saw eagles flying ahead. And it was just one of those moments that I really wanted to mark down and remember. Um, I shared with you last month a little bit, and I'm not going to, again, share much more, but I want you to know we've been working for years, years to get answers for one of our kids about some things we thought were different about them. And I'm being very vague here on purpose, but we got those answers this fall. And maybe that might not be an amazing moment for people because it's some kind of tough news. For me, it was exactly what I've been searching for, to have answers. To have answers was just a revelation for us and what we needed. We needed those answers so desperately. So that was a really big moment for me, actually, to be sitting in, you know, um, a children's psychiatrist's office and hearing all the news and just knowing that I was right for years and that I knew and that we were on the right track. And now we were going to be able to get this child some help. That was one of the best moments we truly did have this year for what it means for us and our family. Another of our best moments, uh, Brad and I went to Austin, Texas for five days in September. He was there for a work conference and I got to tag along. And I think that was a series of just really fun moments for us. Just being able to sit in the car together and drive around and lick all over Austin, go on hikes together and eat tacos everywhere we could. The whole trip was full of meaningful moments for me and things that we really just needed that time together. And that's something I definitely know. I want to make sure we're doing that once a year, even if it's local, to do a little trip together. We definitely loved every minute of that. When I think more about our family moments for the year, I'm thinking about the smallest of moments. You know, when my baby learned to walk back in uh, early March, so fun to have that moment together all as a family. All of us were there watching him take his first steps. It was so wonderful. My four-year-old saying that, mom, I like you a lot, you know, in his cute little voice. My son, my six-year-old cooking with me and slicing things and getting really into that. And moments where my daughter holds my hand and tells me all about the characters in the book that she's reading. Those are the moments that I really think of the most and what I live for. And when I look back at my photos, um, those are the ones I'm drawn to, too. So that's what I want to cultivate more this year. And that's what I'm going to work on my own do something plan for 2020 to work towards having more of these moments for myself, for my work, for my family, and creating the life that I want. And I want that for you, too. Again, it's a reminder for you to sign up for the Rediscover You workshop that is now online where you can, at the end of it, leave with your own do something plan so that you can cultivate some more of your best moments in 2020. I also want to remind you to uh, send in your Dear Progressor notes. Tell me some of your best moments from, from your year. We want to hear about them. And you can learn how to do that by going to aboutprogress.com slash beyond the show. And lastly, I would love to have you part of our membership group, the the trial run of that. And that's linked for you in our show notes as well. I'm so grateful. So grateful you're here. And this is the best job in the world. I'm convinced. And you are the best community in the world. I'm also convinced 
I feel pumped that I, this is what I get to do. I get to learn, I get to share, I get to connect, and this has truly changed my life. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Friends, keep growing, and remember life is about progress, not perfection. Perfection.